What's up, guys? Welcome to episode two of Mental uh, Dissonance. <laughs> I, can't, I keep forgetting the name every time I intro it. But anyways, um, we're here with J.D. Gibson. Hello, uh, everyone. You may recognize his voice from the former podcast, but we won't get into that. And our co-host, Britt Stewart's here. What's up? And we're just going to have a little discussion before our fake fight companion with winter is coming tonight. So, how are you guys? I'm pretty good. That's good? Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead, man. I have nothing to say. (laughs) I am doing fantabulous. Nice. Jeremy, or JD, (laughs) my fan. (laughs) Um, (laughs) So, uh, have you researched any on the topic we discussed? the Catholicism and mental health. No, but I think it was cool that for a long time, if people were mentally ill, we just thought they were possessed. I think we should go back to that a little bit. (laughs) Yeah. Because spiritual healing might be better than institutionalizing people. Indeed. I definitely believe that. Like, a lot experience the highs and lows of mental health I can definitely see how some manic states could translate to, like, some types of talks with God, you know what I mean? How, like, especially back in the day. So, like, give me a recap of recent events. Okay, you guys want to do And the Jesus stuff about it. Okay, you guys want to do that? All right. It, all, it started with my cousin's wedding. For those of you who don't know out there from our Croatian listeners, to our Irish listeners. Are there still the Irish ones? Yep. We still, all right, we three st- cheers to the IRA. Yep. <laughs> Michael Collins was a hero. We got listeners from all around the world right now. But uh, to update you guys, last week I went to the mental hospital. It was the best experience I've had at a mental hospital out of probably like 10 experiences. And uh, it started at my cousin's rehearsal dinner for a wedding. I was, I was, uh, I was picking up leaves in the sanctuary just to make it look pretty, I guess, and like putting in my pocket and then I was like going to throw them outside later. And I walked over to where I was standing before I saw the leaves and I felt a pat on my back, like, and I turned around and nobody was there and I literally just was like. I was, like, some kind of miracle. Like, that was, like, the Holy Spirit, like, literally, like, saying thank you to me. And so that kind of put me in a weird mood, like, to, like, kind of look out for something, for stuff that's going on, might happen. Like, and anyways, at my cousin's wedding reception, my freaking mom, who, I'm not sure how much I've discussed her in the previous podcast, but she got drunk and when I was trying to say goodbye to my cousin Miley, whose wedding it was, she freaking kissed me on the lips. And I know it was... Oh, let me stop you right there. I Just know. for the listeners at home. Okay. We are not Italians. We're yes. Italian-Americans. We're yes. not French. So a mom kissing her son over 30 years old on the freaking mouth. It's, it's inappropriate. It's inappropriate. <laughs> it's not really something that's common in America, like for you to do that in public or in private. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, in private. 
<laughs> not private. in private either. Especially the type of relationship that I Sorry. have with my mom, too. Like, that's definitely inappropriate. You guys are right. But uh, that just sent me into a huge mental spiral. And I, and, and I say spiral this time because once I got back to my house and I experienced December 5th, on a Sunday and a Monday because it was Yuri's birthday and I would have kept my eye out for that date. And I, and once that date happened two days in a row and I knew time shit was happening, that there was some mental stuff about to happen. And so, and I say spiral because like, it literally felt like there were like multiverse versions of me that were like, committing quantum suicide because of what my other multiversal moms did to them and like and and like I came with the thought like the delusional thinking of like I guess it's just me and the dream version of me that are gonna be left because like every multiverse I have the worst life in that universe you remember when you're in that frame of mind that God's real and like your relationship with him and especially like all the Catholic stuff like is your identity still rooted at that it is even when your brain's like full blown like when I'd be on acid I would still have an anchor in reality yeah but I'm not controlling my thoughts and I've lost all decision making but I'm still like oh I, I can I will go back eventually was it similar to that it is definitely similar I mean I I've never not been able to see the world and the framework of believing in God. Even in my most existential I've been, it was always like, yeah, I'm solipsistic, but like, it's not that everything is in my head, it's that it's literally just me and God in this universe and nothing else I want to believe in. And that's the kind of framework that I've always had walking through any hells I've ever been in. And, like, even even in times where, like, in 2013, like, when I was, like, three hits of acid deep, like, not even know what time of night it is and stuff, like, there was always, I could always find God in, all, in anything. Like, I never thought I went too far away from him. So, like... Yes, and and being Catholic this time, going through what I went through, like, definitely prepared me spiritually for everything that was happening. Because, like, I didn't lose control at all throughout it. There may have been things that, like, I said that, like, I wasn't in control of saying, but, like, I didn't do anything that... I wouldn't normally do you know what I mean like I guess like in in like the most like crazy way like the the most crazy way I've ever acted sane has been crazier than the insane times I had last week you know what I mean you also had like tons of people praying for you too yeah I don't think it's coincidental that this was like I don't know do you say like the smoothest spiral or whatever yeah. I, I don't know how you said it but i don't think that's a coincidence yeah i agree so how far then do we propose that mental illness is in fact 
part of spiritual warfare because I think we could argue generational sin, relationship yeah. with your mom that spirals into this stuff, hereditary things. Yeah. Like, we're told that, that that's a real thing in the Bible, right? Yeah. And ultimately, that comes from the devil because death and all evil comes from the devil. Yeah. So we could say then, if we're looking at it through spiritual eyes, that it, um, I, I don't want to say possession, but it could be like some sort of, honestly, uh, a spiritual attack. Demonic attack, Of course, yeah. it can be explained psychologically and like biologically or what have you. But um, in a holistic sense, when looking at the big picture, because life isn't like a lab or something to be described in gentle and clean terms, but like an experience. Like if you step back as a person of faith and look at it, it's like, well, I'm a Christian, blah, blah, blah. And uh, there's some bad stuff in this world and demons and the devil are obviously after me because I'm a Christian. But I don't want to go too far to say that every time someone has a mental breakdown, it's because the devil's trying to possess them. Yeah. I So I, like, where do we put the balance point there? I think there has to be a pretty equal balance on that because even though whether or not it, is a, it may be a spiritual attack, sometimes those things may be, you know could root in a cause of changing your biochemistry in your brain. Yes. Because, I mean, like, those... Both of those things do happen. Like, your chemistry in your mind starts working differently. You start not sleeping as much. You have, like, typically what has happened to me being bipolar 1 is uh, I would have, like, a hallucination that I would think was real, and then I would get up and I would be in the real... in real life and think that that thing had happened... And then I would go and act out the next thing that was going to that had gotten me, me into a lot of trouble. But um, I think that because medically, I I really don't want to have to take a bunch of medications and things like that. And it took me a long time to be more trusting t- towards the medical field on on those pharmaceutical companies and on pharmaceuticals. But like, luckily for me, as I'm on like one of the oldest. Uh, known drugs to, to help those kinds of things in most, your mind like one of the most studied most studied it's yeah. worked for the longest time so like that really does work for me but i mean he's talking about pcp <laughs> i'm talking about pcp yes yeah. yeah it works the, the, wonders at making me the, super straight laced the, the, the mk ultra drug just, just put you right where you need to be they but again it's not a coincidence cocaine. that like like you you're more even killed and like what not not just because you're on medicine and such but because your whole life has changed too through an encounter with jesus that's and true like going to church you're reading the bible every day yeah like hanging out with christian friends um so that's strengthening you in a way and so that's yes um so let's say then that the enemy can use certain physiological or psychological things as weapons yeah. and christ and god with their grace can uh use them as our strength yes. which is how the humble are strong yeah and and so we it's our responsibility then to make sure that we're like as mentally and physically fit or whatever as possible so yeah. that like we don't have any super deficiencies like if i keep getting punched in the face as a boxer i gotta work on covering it yeah um but again because we're humans the enemy will always try to get us but again, because we're always because we're human, Christ will always try to save us yeah, too. Exactly. Well, see, I also don't want to invalidate like, um, and say that 
the medication is a complete 100% thing. I still have to deal with things that are like seeing things in patterns, symbolic ways that other people may not see that just pops up every day for me. The thing is to realize that that's how I am and I'm under control. Yeah. And it's that I'm able to tell when things are, when my mind may try to say something that's just completely objectively false. Yeah. I could be like, that are sometimes the, the, uh, the symbols or whatever you see, like, are those sometimes helpful? They are, yeah. They are, yeah. yeah. That's the, that's the I mean? thing about it. Like, so, like, I've never like experienced the, you can, you can ha- like if you, if we could harness like the 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 good aspects and the and the like the just like energy that you just get shit done and like accomplish goals. Like, if we could just harness that, which is what I was trying to do last week, because like it was like it was like I've analyzed my psychotic break for the last couple of years. And, like, realized, like, what it is that I did to get myself out of it. And I was able to use those tools this time. And it was, like, it was just so easy to fall back into the delusional thoughts. But, like, to fall back into the delusional loops that I created for myself that get me out of those loops, even. It's it's weird, because it's, like... I don't know, since I got back from the mental hospital, like, my YouTube's been in an African language. Like, I've just found out that it's, like, an Ethiopian language. Like, <laughs> like, 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 I notice weird gang-stalking stuff like that all the time. And it's, like, it's, like, I know the community out there knows who I am. So, like, like... I'm getting like, confused. Okay, okay, I'll tell you. I'll, I'll, I'll show you. Okay, since, since my dad killed himself, Britt can detest this. I, there are people in the community that I don't know what that, do Kel, that, that Kelly community? that Kelly knows that follow me to make sure I'm okay. What do you mean? Like what community though. Like, like okay. So I got my tires rotated at Walmart the other day. What is the community? I don't know. Like that's what I'm saying. Like nobody will acknowledge that this happens, but I have identified it by now. And like even bef- way before I was even crazy, I was even noticing this shit. Brick, brick and detest like uh and like it sounds pretty crazy to me. it is it's weird it's gang stalking it's project gate shit it's exactly like no like this like i, I was getting it and then well let, let me exp- let, let, let me explain let me explain an example like i went to walmart and like i got my tires rotated i went up to the dude and i told him like yeah the number is probably under my stepmom's number because she's the one who paid for it and then she he then his response was, "Dang, it's crazy how many people know Kelly." Like I can't like I DoorDash and interact with so many businesses throughout Midwest City that like I know no Kelly. Like so like so hold on. She just puts the feelers out. She just sends a couple of texts, and then next thing I know, like most of the people in the Coma Park are like looking out for me and stuff like that like it's legit it's 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 pro-noid thoughts but there is legit like proof that it's actually happening so i have a similar thing with uh a certain someone my friend jeremy knows yeah and uh no matter where i he goes in that town uh people know him and stuff and like i get hooked up too you know yeah but it's uh it's more that, like, Kelly lived there forever, yeah. like, went to high school with two generations of the people that live in this town. Yeah. 
owns one of the biggest businesses in this part of town. Yeah. So it's like, I wouldn't tie her being like a a known citizen with you being like partially like in a good way stalked by a community of yeah. strangers. I don't think those two things are the same. It it's. I'm not trying to discount you. I'm no, just trying no, to I, make sure I'm following. No, I get <laughs> okay. it. It doesn't it doesn't sound something that like is sane at all. Like it definitely does sound like paranoid thinking and stuff, but like I mean don't we like sit in front of the Tacoma Park police chief at church and stuff? So like Yeah, man. I uh he, I talked to him on Sun damn it. I keep giving away my identity. This has got to be scrapped when we're done. Okay. But I, <laughs> I talked to him um, on Sunday, and I was like, what would it take for me to be a volunteer and come apart cop on Ooh. Saturdays? And he's like, just come by the station. I'll chat with you in my office sometime this week. And I was like, fuck, yeah. <laughs> Illuminati time. Illuminati confirmed, yep. Well, so I, mean, I am. The thing about exactly, exactly. <laughs> that's what I'm trying to say, dude. I recognize it. There's something. <laughs> There's something about you know. If you're in the community, you don't talk about the community. You know? <laughs> I know, I know, so you got to keep there, there's, a fra- there's a phrase we have. It's community in community. <laughs> <laughs> Black balls. Boink. So but, like it was. The way I got involved was to the Freemasons. Yeah. And then once I found out that the Catholic Church actually held the secrets from reading Dan Brown. Yeah. Who's actually a prophet. It's not fiction. Yeah. He's a prophet. So I was like... It's a part of the Catholic canon, actually. I'm almost there. And then one day I just got this, like, beautiful silver parchment. And it had, like, the Goddard concrete crest with the little truck shape. But it was a signet (laughs) ring. It was weird. And it was just like... You are invited. You know the tower. You were here ten years ago while you were drunk. Don't think I didn't know. And then I went up there at like fucking eleven o'clock. And there's this like short person, some sort of like voice distorter, and they're wearing a hood. And they're like, Follow me. You are a guardian. One of all. All for the one. We are the community. And the thing is, that was six years ago. This is what we all wish would happen. The thing is, the thing is, the Nakoma Park community stretches all the way to South Korea, dude. Mm -hmm. Like Girls' Generation. Like I'm literally that's what they taught Jeremy. I'm I'm the so one representation (laughs) of 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 uh, of the MTG crew of Catholicism. Like I'm the so one representation, and like I willfully accept my position in the community. Well, bro, you're actually a Midwest city hit man. So. Dude, I'm like right on the corner. Like I yeah, got, so. I gotta like go. I gotta serve a Spencer. Well, I guess we both went to come apart. Mustang. I want to. I want to shift gears if we may. Just a quick. <sighs> How did it go? Changing oh, seasons. never mind. I lost my thought. Good. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta remember. <laughs> All right. That's podcasting. <laughs> <laughs> we got about five minutes till AEW starts, and then we'll start the fake fight companion. Or winter. Oh coming. dang, dude! Turn this off for the next five minutes. We'll live stream on Instagram for the fight companion. As we're set up, tell everyone to log in. 
But it won't be live. I don't, I don't really have that much, that many followers on the mental. How many do you have? Uh, maybe like three. How many do you have on the other one? I didn't make one for that one. Do you have a Facebook for it? Yes. How many? I have a Facebook would be good. I'll do it on Facebook. Yeah. Well, I say tune in to this podcast that's airing later this week. (laughs) All right, guys. I'm about to upload this. I'm about to go live. Oh, and then the only person who will ever hear this will have been initiated into our cult. Nice. And that means at least two of us are dead. <laughs> yes. So I trust that and it won't be I'll me. be long gone before people equate J.D. Gibson with Jeremy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and luckily this is one I'm of really the first episodes. I'm really upset about what I, that thought I lost. But. It's all good, dude. That's why we got next week. <laughs> yeah, what was the freaking thought? Winter is coming. Oh, okay. And let's do let's do the Instagram live once we're in our stations. Alright guys, thanks for tuning in on to this our quick Facebook. episode two. And I will see you guys here in a few. Oh Peace. hold on. We wanna also say that we are very pro Mark Zuckerberg. Love the guy. <laughs> Love the yes. guy. Big yes. fan of any, any tech tech giants out there are big our friends. Fans. Big fans. Friends big pharma. Servants. Big tech. I love terms of service. Big banks. Yes. Read the yes. whole thing. Don't I, even read it. For, for I you trust guys. you guys. Like and the, I love you. The, and I wouldn't mind some donations. The shadow that the shadow government casts is very comforting. Like Mordor. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. I trust, the orcs I trust right. all of you. <laughs>